This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And while you're dialing into today's show, if at any point you have a question or you need some more information, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, you definitely want to click on the radio page because you can subscribe to our podcasts, Google Play or Spotify. But the most important thing is you can also check out past shows. And as you're listening to my show, you're going to find that education is the most important thing. So you can go back to the shows and find a topic that is pertinent to what you're dealing with right now. So that's the history. Our episode today, we're going to talk about what you need to know about money and marriage. You know, this is going to be kind of a tough topic, but it's really important and it applies to either you or somebody that you know. So we're going to get into that a little bit. But before we jump in to the discussion on money and marriage, let me introduce my outstanding co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great week. And despite everything with market turbulence and, uh, you know, the coronavirus, my family's doing well and everything's going good. I've just been, Tara, I've been so busy that I'm looking forward to the show. This is kind of a reprieve where you and I just get to... uh, joke around and then I get to let you educate me as to what's going on. Um, you know, I'm already married. So believe me, I know the costs of <laughs> saying I do. And but that's do our that? show today. The cost of saying I do, uh, the cost of marriage. And, um, and I know, uh, we could probably talk about the cost of undoing I do's. Uh, there's a cost to divorce too. So, uh, there's two sides to that coin, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, uh, marriage is an exciting thing, so I am looking forward to this one. But first, Tara, how have you been? Tony, I have been having a having a good time with life, but staying busy. I, I keep trying to achieve that balance of being involved in all those interesting things and having a little downtime. But, um, you know, with the horses, Donzer is finally starting to agree to do the next level of work we need on our our effort to get to Grand Prix. So it, it's nice every now and again when I feel like we're never going to make any progress. And he's like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> like, thank goodness. And uh, just really having a lot of fun. You know, I've been doing some speaking coaching and really kind of pl- diving into that effort to go, how do you be a good communicator? Because you know, I can get up and teach people things, but I really want to become, develop that art of storytelling that really helps people understand what you're doing. So, you know, Tony, that whatever shiny objects are out there, that, that's my shiny object for this year is becoming an even better communicator. <laughs> ah, well, I don't know. I know you've been talking about that, but Tara, I think, you know, you've got your own radio show. And you meet with people each and every day. And even in the military, uh, you're a natural leader there. And so, um, you know, I'm like, wow, you want to become an even better educator and leader. And you've been doing this for a while, educating people. So um, I I think that's scary 
how much better can you possibly get is my question. But um, yeah, I always learn something from you. So uh, let's get into this. I mean, you know, we all think of getting married as a joyful event. It brings together family and friends, and it's usually festive. Um, however, uh, as especially as parents of, you know, 20-somethings, we need to remember that under the surface, weddings take a lot of careful financial planning. And without a good strategy, those expenses obviously can balloon out of control. And if you're nearing retirement age or trying to put money away for retirement, maybe paying for a child or grandchild's wedding is going to have serious implications and may impact your actual retirement strategy and savings. So let's get to the good stuff. What's the first piece of wisdom you have for us? Uh, Tony, we're, we're getting right to it right from the beginning about how money is so much to deal with emotion versus math. <laughs> and if you're if you're married, you're, you're going to know this, but you're not just marrying your spouse. You you are marrying the family. <laughs> oh, ouch. You had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> well, Why, I have mean, you met my mother-in-law? Because I'm just kidding. It's crazy, Tony, because, you know, you get involved and, and you think your, your spouse, you're dating and you get to know things about each other. Like, what are our favorite colors? What do we like to eat and do all that? But then you start to get into the baggage part of it's not just your spouse's baggage, but the whole family's emotional baggage about money. And if you're the lucky family out there that doesn't have any, then I applaud you. But I, I I don't know that that actually exists. And you, no. you know how when you meet somebody's family and you, the little idiosyncrasies they have, you're like, huh, that really makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm yeah. included in that, too. I, I realize I have my own. But no, um, <laughs> the, we're, if we're going to start out right from the beginning, being honest, I mean, the thing about getting married and money is that you're just you are not only dealing with your own issues and your the things you believe are true in your myths, but now you're delving into your your family's, um, all those kinds of things. And, you know, Tony, let me just share. One of my uh, college classmates was getting married and they were getting down to, to the end of it. And it was crazy because my friend, her dad was going to pay for the wedding. And, and, you know, those are expensive. She had a big wedding and lots of people. At the last minute, he realized that they were going to do an outdoor wedding. It was going to be in the spring and it was pretty. And he tried to put his foot down and he said, if you don't get married in a church, I'm not paying. And Tony, they called his bluff. And all of a sudden they went from zero to a almost $35,000 bill. Yikes. And, you know, this was obviously 20 years ago. So that was uh, was not the way you want to start the kind of debt you want no. to start out your wedding with. But no. I, I, Tony, I suspect that that may not be a singular story. Well, yeah, and like you said, getting everything out into the open is always the best course of action. I think the last thing you want in those early days of a marriage is unexpected financial surprises, and it also seems like a financial conversation before the ceremony, as tough as you might think it would be, that's the right time to discuss the possibility of a prenup agreement, right? Prenuptial agreement? (laughs) Tony, that's always a good time, but you just want to have that conversation because, you know, you've met everybody. Just think about your friends. Some people are, you know, I'm going to live in the moment and I'm living today and I'll worry about it later. And then some people are just those comprehensive savers and they don't spend a dime and they live a very cloistered existence. You want to find out some of these things before you get married, because I mean, those are the things, Tony, that cause a lot of strife in a marriage. And there's like, there's no winning or losing. You have to find those compromises and you don't want to wait till after you're married because it just gets a lot more complicated at that point. Yeah. 
oh yeah, things definitely get complicated. And I think that's a that's a great point. And well, one spouse's premarital debt doesn't automatically become the other spouse's problem. Once the iduser said, uh, one person's debt can definitely affect that couple's overall financial picture. That's for sure. Uh, Tony, it, it's absolutely true. And it's, it's, uh, it's a big stress. And, you know, especially like with college, my, my little brother, he finished law school and his wife finished the PhD together. And they were those young people that got caught up and they were just getting school loans. And so they were living like this life well beyond their means for kids that did not have jobs. And now they have two kids and two huge, um, expensive degrees to pay off. And, you know, the problem was, is they were given the money when, before their brains were fully formed. I like to say they were still young. Free money? Yeah. Yes. Where do I sign? <laughs> well, yeah. And too many college kids uh, fall into that trap. If it's not credit card debt, it's student loan debt. And, you know, we've heard a lot about student loan debt recently because not only is it a political hot potato or hot button, but it's reality for so many people. I I know a young couple in, uh, that uh, went to uh, school. Now they're married, have kids. But when they got married, so many young couples come into the relationship, each holding student loan debt. And that's a big one. I'm glad you brought that up. And student loan debt. And and Tony, to really get back to your initial point, though, student loan debt or medical expenses, it kind of goes back to you want to have the conversation with the person you're planning to get hitched to to understand the source of the debt. Because if someone had a medical expense or student loans, the money was spent trying to build something. But you kind of want to know if you've got that person who has that little addiction to late night television or Amazon and they tend to just spend and all this because you can rack up credit card debt pretty quick without even really meaning to. So you really want to understand, like, are you do you have a lot of debt because of there's actual needs or because we have to discuss some ground rules for about how we're going to spend money? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Those are those are two different things, but uh, both can cause problems, especially unnecessary spending if it's unwanted by one spouse, but the other, you know, that's why, you know, uh, you know, working together, a young couple working together to attack debt, even if most of the debt comes from one partner, might be a good idea. So what other ideas do you have for us? Well, you know, I like to say, Tony, there's a lot of, I know it's big in the Catholic Church, and I think a lot of churches, they do some premarital counseling that yes. kind of gets into that thing. And so, Tony, it doesn't matter if you go to church or not, but that's a really good thing to do. Yeah, and premarital counseling. And have somebody counseling. help mediate that conversation. You know, don't try to just do it alone, because you're gonna it's going to get emotional by the nature of the conversation. If you can have a third party help with that conversation, that really yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah, I I think that makes a huge difference. And, you know, I think some of what we're talking about here may seem simple. I mean, it's it's basic, stressing the importance of, hey, sitting down early on for some frank and direct conversations. But how many people out there avoid those types of conversations? My well, hand is my hand is raised because I'm guilty. Yeah, we all do. And and here's a here's a basic one is who gets to be the boss? Because unlike it or not, it's kind of woven into our society that whoever makes the most money kind of gets to have the final vote or the larger right. vote. And yeah. it's And it's let's be- not get into that, Tara, because you're the boss. I mean <laughs> as your co host and even Chris as your husband and co worker, we've both already we've come to the conclusion. We've we've 
cross that bridge, you're the boss. Well, and it's 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 an interesting because it reminds me of another story, Tony. This is apparently a, a topic I know a lot about. I had some clients and the um, husband was the primary breadwinner and the wife was earning her real estate degree. And this client, he was pretty good, but every now and again, I mean, he kind of made it known, well, I'm making the money here. But his wife, as she got more established, she had just an amazing year where she almost doubled his income that year. And, okay. and he called me up. He's like, you know, my wife is being a little bit, a little bit bossy. Do you think it's because she made more money this year? <laughs> probably. <laughs> and, yeah. and it was funny because I think probably, but like it wasn't even like conscious, right? It was just something that was happening. Yeah. Well, now the shoe's on the other foot. <laughs> so, so to speak, these these things can happen. And what the hard part, Tony, is when it happens and you're not aware of it. That's when it's hard. Yeah, that is when it's hard. Because all of a sudden you're in a fight and you're like, what are we fighting about? Yeah, usually it started with money. A lot of times, absolutely. Yeah. And working with a financial advisor like yourself and having a plan can help alleviate those arguments. I, I know from personal experience and doing sitting down having a budget, working on it together, not where one person's in charge. I think that alleviates a lot of those, that consternation. I mean, I've been married almost 27 years now, and uh, that's what's kept us together, uh, is really, you know, working together on the budget, being a team and sticking that way. Uh, that really helps, at least for us. That's my personal experience. Everybody's different, but uh, that's my advice. Uh, but hey, Tara, and you've given me that very same advice, but we're out of time for this first segment. We need to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, Tony, I would say this this topic is so important. So Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that want to really get into that conversation of how do I build not just a financial plan for success, but it's almost like a financial communication plan with my spouse because you have to work through all these things. And, and the plan only works if everybody's pulling together. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 for the folks listening today that really want to create that plan for success that also helps them navigate the communication challenges that are just part of marriage and money. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. And Tony, I'll just also remind everybody listening that we are having a workshop in September. So if you're interested in taking what we learn on the radio show and applying it into a hands-on event, we're taking names for the sign-up sheet. And Tony, if they'll just call 719-210-4242 and ask to have their name put on that waiting list. And as we get closer to it, we'll start sending out the, the save the date and the formal information about the event. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable instead of an exciting financial plan, call Tara Nolan Advisory Services. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at TaraEnolan.com. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning in for today's show, we are talking about marriage and money. So if you have a question or you missed an answer, 
please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the site, be sure to click on the radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. It's very important to get your education as you're building your path to financial success. So, Tony, we've been talking about the financial costs of saying, I do, both before and after the ceremony. So, (laughs) you know, we've been talking about the importance of partners sharing their full financial picture, coming out with a debt attack plan, and setting up a budget. Tony, that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, It sounds like a lot of work, but... I think we've had a great conversation about it so far today. I know it helps to get this all out there. I hope our listeners are enjoying it as well. Uh, Today we're talking about marriage, marriage. And uh, that was for the Princess Bride fans. I don't know if you remember the movie Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Uh, But the guy who who officiates the wedding uh, uh, was very funny. Anyway, uh, little I try to interject humor, but that's kind of an inside joke, I guess. Uh, and now we're going to get into some stuff that's a little more fun, right? Well, I think it's a little more fun because, you know, when we get to talk about how are we going to spend money, that tends to be a little more Oh, fun. yeah. I like it, that. Yeah. Retirement planning and planning is not just about saving, saving, saving all the time because you have to have that balance of, well, when do we get to have some fun? Because if we don't ever get to have fun, then why are we spending all this time working? Oh, yeah. Good point, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, ex- Exactly. So, you know, Tony, we talked about this a little bit, but one of the big questions when you're starting to go into a wedding is talking about, you know, what kind of a wedding are we going to have? Are we going to have something small and simple? Are we going to go into like a destination wedding? Um, You know, are the families going to pay for it? And then it gets into that thing of if who's paying for it and then what kind of control do they get to have if they pay for it? So it seems like a simple question of, well, my dad or my mom's just going to pay for the wedding. Is that going to make the wedding fun or is that going to mean that you have to do what they say? So these are all the kinds of things that we want to get into. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we definitely want to talk some more about this. I mean, planning a wedding is going to be incredibly stressful, especially when the bills start piling up. But like with so many other things and uh, so many other parts of our financial lives, I should say, if we've set an amount that we're comfortable with and hopefully even saved for it, then craft a good budget around that amount, I would imagine much of the stress can be mitigated or completely done away with. Well, it definitely helps, I think, Tony, if you if you have a budget in mind, because things can just get out of control very quick. And it was funny to me, one of the things I learned was like the, uh, the typical uh, theory was that your wedding ring should cost three months of salary. And I said, what? I said, oh, when my husband and I, we were talking about it. And I said, well, I don't want a, a ring because I might lose that. But how about a horse trailer? I'll never lose that. Uh, ah, 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 ah. That <laughs> you know is classic Tara Nolan. Right there. <laughs> and, and I still have that horse trailer. <laughs> I bet you do. And by this point in time, you probably would have lost the ring down the garbage disposal or something, right? Well, I can tell you the wing, the, the wing, the ring that I have, I need to get it resized because apparently I've put on a few more pounds since when I got married. And uh, so, you know, and I still actually I have a nice uh, rubber ring that I wear when I'm doing my military work because it, it doesn't get caught on things. But, you know, the horse trailer works and that works for me, Tony, right? I know not everybody's like me. Yeah. Well, that's true, but, uh, you know, everybody's different, uh, as we always say. But 
Uh, I think that's a good illustration uh, and a good example for all of us. Now, uh, obviously, um, when it comes to weddings and rings, I generally only think about the engagement ring and the sheer volume of engagement ring ads I hear on the TV and see, uh, see on the TV and hear on the radio and now on social media. Uh, is it any wonder? But clearly, um, wedding bands have to be a part of the budget, I would assume. Well, I, for most people, but you know, the problem I have, Tony, is that the marketing tries to attach a price tag to your love. And to me, that just, yeah, that's, that's tough. You know, do what you need to do. I mean, if if jewelry is your thing, go for it. But don't, I don't like it when you get manipulated by the media to feel like if you don't get a ring that's, that's, that's this nice, then, then you, obviously your husband doesn't love you. You know, don't attach false truths to marriage. You're getting married to the person that you love because you want to build a life with this person. And it doesn't make any sense to put yourself into some kind of a financial debt situation to appease the marketing that you see on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's really a good point. I, yeah, my wife and I weren't so caught up in the, you know, we wanted to go simple and, you know, uh, I just, uh, the cost of rings can be outrageous, obviously. Um, but to put a price on, on love or a marriage, you got to be careful. Like you say, um, I like that. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I think this is good to talk about because, uh, the word that keeps popping in my mind as we have this conversation and as I think about my own marriage is team. Once you're married, you become part of a financial team and you need to support and root each other uh, on, you know, uh, cheer each other on to achieve your goals. Um, married couples, you know, you can, you know, start joint checking and savings accounts or add one of the spouses to an existing account. Um, and I know for my wife and I, we looked at all the options and going the joint account route can make budgeting and I think financial strategizing a lot easier, don't you? You know, Tony, I, this is a case where the bottom line is you need the communication. And like for my husband, I agree, we got married pretty young. And so the joint checking just kept everything simple. But Tony, I see a lot of people, um, even my mom is on her second marriage. So, you know, 30 years later, kids are grown, separate lives are had. And in that situation, having their separate accounts, but then creating a joint checking account to cover the household, the common common things, that was just a really good uh, solution for that situation. So it, it really kind of, it's an it depends kind of answer, Tony. But the bottom line is you want to have the conversation. I think you touched on it because you're part of this team now, right? And you want to support yep. each other to achieve your goals. Well, step one is, do you know what your goals are? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, that's a great question to ask. You've got to work on your goals together. Um, you can have individual goals and, st and be married and have individual goals, but you need to set your goals together. And, and like you say, you do uh, also, some people will have to deal with the reality of divorce, which that's a whole nother show. Um, this is the cost of the I do's. Uh, we'll keep that separated for uh, undoing the I do's, right? Exactly. And, you know, can start with something basic, Tony, especially like if you're young getting married. You know, I think one of the early agreements that Chris and I made was if we're going to spend more than three hundred dollars, let's talk about it. And we yes. didn't it wasn't like one of us got to overrule the other person. But just as a common courtesy, it, it that at that point in our lives, that was a large expenditure. Oh, and yeah. So, 
So that's kind of what we started out with was just basics, you know, that and then we both had our contributions to our IRAs. So we had some basics that we kind of agreed on. But again, Tony, here, there's no right or wrong answer. But step one is, do you know what you want? Because you probably may or may not. Do you know what your spouse wants? And then you figure out, okay, how do we support both of those goals? And you may not be able to support each goal 100%. Like it can't be, well, I want a brand new truck and I want a boat. Yeah. That yeah. might be, it might be a little, you know, let's get the boat first and then we'll get the truck or, but those are things that you can, can work through. But it, Tony, it just all comes down to having that conversation. But if you, if you're in marriage and you can't have that transparency and one person's hiding things from the other, that that's where it just starts to get hard. Oh yeah. That's never good. You, you can't do that. Um, and good point. Yeah. My, my wife and I also set a limit. You can't spend this much without the permission of the others. Uh, So let's uh, get right on to our next topic. Well, now, you know, we can't have a financial discussion without taxes, can we, Tony? Oh, (laughs) you found a way to work taxes in. This is the excitement that this uh, show has been building to, I think. Well, and this is the part where I say I'm not a CPA, but I sure seem to have to talk about taxes a lot. (laughs) Well, and you work alongside CPAs, and you, you have to look at the big tax, overall tax picture for your client. But yes, you're not a tax uh, professional or a CPA, but uh, you do financial planning. And it seems like taxes always work their way in, don't they? Well, they do, Tony. And, and our joke is it's not about how much you make, it's how much you get to keep. Ah, I like that one. Yep, that's a classic. <laughs> and, and it's so true. It, it is. And this is where I always have a CPA on the team because my goal as a financial planner is to help people, you know, 30 years from now when they retire and a CPA's job is to help you maximize today. And sometimes those are a little bit at odds, but that's why you want to have that conversation so that we get you where you need to go. But, it, you know, it gets a little more complicated. It's Taxes are never more simple than when you're a college student. You can file that easy 1040Z, whatever that form was. It's one page. I have no money. <laughs> right. And things like, um, especially when it comes to younger couples, um, I imagine that tax filing implications, uh, there's there's still quite a few, like uh, as there are with student loans, right? There's a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of things. And Tony, you can always try to do it yourself. There's plenty of software and, and things. But I always say it's it's best to find a good CPA or tax preparer that can help you. You get to deduct the cost of the tax preparer. And the tax preparers, Tony, they have to keep up with the current laws every year. And they that's their job to know what is the best way. You know, filing joint or filing separate tax returns. There's a lot of it depends and it's always just best to have a, a CPA on your team because why would you want to do it yourself when you can hire somebody to do that for you? Yeah, bingo, right there. <laughs> Good point. And you know what? I realize we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Uh, Tony, this this topic is so important because it really gets to the heart. Retirement planning is not that hard. The hard part is working through all the emotions that are involved in in getting to that plan and and sticking with that plan. So Tony, if there's anyone listening today that would like to have some help having this conversation with their partner, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. And Tony, this is a reminder, we are going to be hosting an event, a workshop, one-day workshop, Probably this fall and September timeframe, if you want to be put on the waiting list, the number is 719-210-4242. 
please call the office and have your name added to that waiting list. It's going to be a one-day workshop where we do some hands-on training with all this education we do every week on the show. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.